This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live show on Twitch. Hello to everybody in the Twitch chat. It's always fun to have a little bit of a conversation before we start the show. And of course, if you can't catch it live on Twitch, you can always watch us on the YouTubes Mm -hmm. or listen to us on the iTunes. Thank you so much for however you join us. So today we have a lot to talk about. The main topic of conversation, of course, is the upcoming second edition of Age of Sigmar. Before we jump into that, we've got some community news to go over. So we'll jump in. But before we do that, <gasps> oh, even before, Ooh, remember, even before the befores, who is drink it? your Ovaltine? <laughs> Just kidding. Always make sure to remember that we sell all the stuff we talk about here at FrontlineGaming.org at a discount and free shipping for orders ninety nine dollars and up. We you should know, do. We appreciate that because that's how we stay in business. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of Ovaltine, it'd be really funny if we did like a weekly like radio drama. Like following Drago into the warp. That would be really funny. Like I'll play one of the, the Slanesh teams. You're Drago. Yeah, you Drago. are Drago. You can you play thought... one of the Slanesh. You would not Part be a Slanesh my... demon. You would just be... like, it's going to be a live action. <laughs> you, would be, you would be a Zinch demon. A Zinch demon? Without question. Sure. Just like screwing with everybody else's Maniacal. plans. Yeah. I'll be the changeling. Yeah. You would be a little like, like Skeletor. I think it, w- it would be amazing. The we can changeling. do like, we can do like, because every time GW does like a Nagash voice, or something. It's he always this horrible, awful. like Skeletor nah, type nah, thing. Nah, nah. Yeah. Beastman, you boob. I think we should do this. It'd be really good. <laughs> Who's Drago? And then everything is like a like a, like at the very end of the episode, we talk about like buy yourself in frontline gaming. That's the mystery always. Like Drago, <laughs> like I need to get the sword, and like whoa, look, frontline gaming crew, and Reese shows up with it. Make sure you get yourself fifteen percent off. Just pop in. Yeah. Here you go. Do the commercial and then pop out. Everyone's like, did it, did Exactly. All right. TM. There's TM on this. So nobody else better take this. This is why we keep the banana around because these ideas. He's just a million dollar man with the ideas. Anyways. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I'm your host, Recius. Or today, with my evil goatee, maybe I'm Recio. Recio. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of a name to call you. Or does the goatee make you fluffy bear? <laughs> what? It's not the goatee. I don't even know what that name, name means. Oh. This is no Francis. Weird. And Francis? of course, Francis and the Salty Banana, a great 90s alt band. Ooh. Also the co-host of the show. Mm-hmm. Really exciting news. Las Vegas Open 2019, uh, shattering all previous registration records. It's pretty incredible. Almost unbelievable how fast the event has like approached filling up. Uh, never seen this anything like this before in any event. Really, really cool. In the world. Uh, for any ever. 40K event. Yeah. Uh, nothing like this has ever occurred. This is extremely exciting. So again, thank you to everybody that uh, bought a ticket. We're already above 512 for the 40K champs. The narrative is at 100. The 40K friendly sold out at 80, uh, 82, excuse me. And we already have gigantic wait lists. The 40K... Champs wait list is over 130 the last time I checked. Wow. That is nuts. A lot of players dying to play 40K. Nuts. So we don't like turning people away. So 
that's not fun. It's a bummer when someone wants to go. It's and not they, what we're about. Yeah, and they missed. You know, that's my dating strategy too. When I was just here. yeah, as many you know, as possible. Just say yeah. Yeah. Just say yeah. Say yes. You know, doesn't matter. <laughs> it works. <laughs> yeah, fifty swipes a day, buddy. <laughs> fifty. <swipes. laughs> Did you see that someone's kickstarting a device yes. that's a fake finger? That it's a, it spins. <laughs> it just swipes. It just swipes. Yeah. Do, 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 it got do, funded. No, <laughs> of course it did. Of course it did. Yeah. yeah, it's genius. Of course it did. I think <laughs> if, if you if Tinder million dollar idea just sell for like a hundred bucks. Swipe right to every girl. Every day, on it's just swipe no, all. Swipe yeah. all. Exactly. The whole, everybody yes. on, guys and girls. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, just whatever. Yeah. Swipe all. Yeah. You might get one one response. <laughs> just throw yeah. the net out there and see what happens. Right. You know what I mean? It's the modern age of dating. Uh, I would. I'm telling you, like for people, guys out there that are busy, they would absolutely buy it. You could sell it yes. for like 500 bucks. Yeah. People would be like, "Oh hell pay. yeah, I'm getting carpal tunnel from doing this." Yeah. <laughs> I got tennis. What a waste of time. Tennis elbow. <laughs> Uh, anyway, new podcast, good old online dating. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad I don't have to do that stuff anymore. But <laughs> the uh, the LVO 2019 going absolutely ham. Like we said, we have 130 people on the wait list just for the 40k champs. The narrative has, I think it's like 50, 60 people. It's crazy. Um, really exciting and flattering, and just it's it, it's really cool to see what this means for the future of organized play. As we talked about last week. Yeah. The sky is the limit. Like things we didn't think would ever be possible are now becoming possible. And it's it's very exciting. And it's as a result of everybody working together, Games Workshop getting involved, uh, interacting with the community. It's just, it's all such positive stuff. Uh, and we want to accommodate as many people as possible. So we've been negotiating with uh, the casino, trying to get more space. It's And again, because everyone <laughs> has got their tickets early, it makes this possible. Like if this would if we would have sold out a couple months out from the event like last year, this would have been impossible. It would have been too close to the event to do anything about it. But since we're in a position where we have time, um, it looks I would say I'm 90, 95% certain this is going to work out. Uh, Frankie and I are going to be in Vegas this weekend, and we're going to go scout the extra space, see if it makes absolutely sure it's going to work. And uh, assuming that that does happen, which I believe at this point in time, it will. Um, we already have a deal on the table with the casino. We just have to go make sure it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good fit. Yeah. And assuming that that does happen, uh, as soon as next week, best case scenario, don't count on that, but that is a possibility. We'll be able to open up more spots. Now, we've already been you know, working on floor plans, looking at how much space, how many more people we could bring in. It's not as many people as on the wait list, not even close. Uh, we'll accommodate as many people as we possibly can. So in order to make it fair, uh, it's probably going to be a big, a big rush again. Uh, maybe not, but probably uh, for those of you on the wait list, pay attention. We'll let you know uh, in advance when we're going to open up additional tickets for sale, assuming that it all uh, works out. And just be prepared because it's going to probably go like that, I would just imagine, just looking at how many people are on the wait list. Yeah. Um, and ideally, if it all works out the way we've been planning it, we'll be able to open up more space for the 40K Friendly, the 40K Champs, and the 40K Narrative. So if you are trying to play in any of those events, please pay attention because um, when those tickets become available, uh, probably going to go in a day uh it may not perhaps not you never know um but looking at it i'd say that's a very likely possibility so you'll want to make sure to jump on those uh, when and if they become available which 
could be really exciting. So looking at our projections, it looks like we'd be able to have a 620-person 40K championships event. Wow. Yeah. That's a couple. Yeah. That's and that's like, that's as many, that's it. Like, there will be no more after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and that's us spending a significant amount of money to bring more, to allow more people to come in. So mm-hmm. um, really exciting. Mm-hmm. I Super mean, exciting. That, that will, if, if it happens, it's not a done deal, but if it happens, that will be by a very large, very large margin, the largest 40K event in the world. Yep. Nice. It's very exciting. Um, although what this also means is if you want to play an Age of Sigmar event, um, don't wait because we may not have as much room as we thought we were for the Age of Sigmar championships. There's already a ton of people signed up, but um, as everybody can understand, when you have that many people saying, hey, I want to get a ticket now, um, we don't want to hold space on the chance that somebody may buy a ticket and take that space later. Yeah. So uh, if you want to play Age of Sigmar, also please don't wait to buy your ticket because um, we're, we're trying to make, trying to accommodate as many people as possible. Yeah. Yep. And there's people that want those tickets now. And uh, that's a guarantee as, a, as opposed to a maybe down the road. Uh, but really cool. Really yeah. cool. Uh, also, for those of you who are wondering, if you understand the way that Swiss tournaments work and all that good stuff, you're like, oh, hey, what doesn't that mean we have to play another round? Um, and working the math on it at 620 people after round six, there should be, uh, assuming that there's no tie games, which has literally never happened ever at any event we've ever run in eight years, you would have 9.6 people that were undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that in some bizarro universe were to occur, we would simply go off battle points at that. So the, the eight players with the highest battle points that were undefeated would go on. However, we have literally never, ever had a fully undefeated bracket in any event uh, we've ever run, ever. What, in fact, one year at the LVO, the top eight, there was only one person that was actually undefeated. <laughs> Every other player had actually had, had a tie game or had a loss. Yep. Um, it's, it never occurs, because as you go to day two, when you have all the three and O players playing each other, the odds of getting a tie game go up and up and up and up. Yeah, plus you have drops, all that stuff that changed the numbers, so. Is the tiebreaker going to be best painted? Uh, no, it'll, yeah. it'll go to battle points yeah, and then the, strength, the schedule. strength the schedule. That would be yeah. amazing if you're like, okay, nine best undefeated, painted. you had the worst painted one. I mean, honestly, <laughs> if it came down yeah. to that as a final tiebreaker, yeah. if someone, in, like, again, the odds of having the same strength of schedule are, like, astronomical. Right. But if that did occur in some, you know. Arm wrestle. Mm-hmm. No, I think best appearance actually would be a good. It would actually go to sports. It would go to sports. It would go to sports and then best painted. Like right. four if you got any thumbs out. down, four up. Yeah. <laughs> actually, sportsmanship would be good if you got a thumbs. If you down, got a thumbs down, down yeah, 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 it's we, hard to get a thumbs down. It is, but and then I guess you could do appearance as the final tiebreaker. But we're, talk, we're talking about like personal appearance. one in hundreds of thousands of odds of this occurring. Personal appearance. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing a suit? No, get out. Facebook um, votes. Yeah. <laughs> How many likes? How many likes? Yeah, exactly. How many Tinder dates have you gotten oh. in the last? Um, <laughs> of yeah. course, we're joking. But so we're, the only reason we're bringing this up is that we've crunched the numbers, looking at the past. We it, it's just it's never happened. Like it, it's never even come close to happening. Yeah. Having a fully undefeated bracket. So we're not concerned. We have plans in place in case it, it just we thread the needle and it does happen. Um, it'll come down to battle points. Like for the people who are who are uh, uh, six and zero, oh, there'll be an odd person out that doesn't get to go. Um, if there's if there actually if ends there up being nine, nine yeah. which I highly doubt that that's going to occur. <clears throat> I, I'd be willing to bet a thousand bucks that that doesn't occur. Um, I'll take that bet. Of course, that means that Murphy's now it law happens. indicates like, no. says that it does happen. 
but it's it's very exciting. It's yeah. very exciting. So the narrative, uh, the narrative would be even bigger and better. The the, the crew running it are awesome. They're super <laughs> excited, uh, and they they feel really. They've got more staff, and then having some more experience under the belt, they can't wait to have an even bigger and better crowd. Um, again, this is all hinging on the fact that we can get more square footage, which we think we can. Yeah, um, we'll know so, by next week. Yeah, we'll know by this weekend, um, and then on the next signals, we'll be able to let everybody know. Yep. Uh, yeah, so if you have to move some money around, start doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready. Because I would imagine that because there's so many people, I could, I was shocked, 130 people. It's probably more than that now. That was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, like 130 people by itself is a big, awesome, successful 40K event. Right. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It just it just goes to show how popular the game is right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, it's, it's really exciting stuff. Whew. So, yeah, keep your eyes open, and we'll keep you informed as that develops. Uh, news for Horace Heresy fans out there. Book 8, Malevolence, has been announced. Boom. It's going to feature White Scars and Blood Angels against uh, the demonic hordes. This is the very famous battle where Sanguinius puts the pimp hand down on Kabanda, mm -hmm. who is the, the super-duper bloodthirster. He's supposed to be like He gets like the, the smack put down on him He gets his ass beat. Well, no, Not often. Kabanda is supposed <laughs> to be. <laughs> He's not that I mean, badass. It happens actually. to him also in the 40k universe, right? Doesn't I, like I think Drago or something also like, like kills him. Yeah. Um, like he like permanently kills him. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't remember, but like he's supposed to be the the bloodthirster, like yeah. the big bad one, and Sanguinius just wrecks him. Yeah. But Sanguinius was also the most powerful of the Primarchs. Like the only one that Horus was like afraid, afraid of, of. Actually, thought could beat him. Yeah. yeah. And he was, you know, he was also had really good character as well. Like mm -hmm. he was like super nice, super handsome, and handsome. Yeah. yeah, just a good looking guy. He's Although, one of those guys Reese would comment on. Yeah, he's he real is. fit, yeah. and he take he looks good. I think all the Primarchs are in good shape, guys. <laughs> it's true. I don't think there's any. Not Guillemin anymore. <laughs> they should. Why don't they do a Primarch calendar? <laughs> well, yeah, like a swimsuit calendar. Yeah, <laughs> a swimsuit. Somebody, somebody can make that, that one, right? This, Lehman Rust with some puppies. Yeah, you know, he's like a, yeah, he's like a wolf. He has like a little yeah. like uh, loincloth. All right, somebody better do this. That'd be amazing. Oh, so what would what would Mortarian be? Mortarian? Ooh. He'd be like laying. In He'd a be like June. Yeah. He would no Mortarian. No, he wouldn't be on it. Get him out. He's not on it. Or October. There's only twelve right. spots here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mr. December would have to be Gilman, right? Gilman in like a with blue a little, speedo, like at the beach with, with like a, a beach Santa ball. Claus hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little ultramarine beach ball. He has a blue. Uh, yeah. He has a blue Santa hat. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's just holding a beach ball strategically. Right. Nothing else. Just yeah. ripped. <laughs> and in the background, there's a bunch of ultramarines playing. Oh my god! Yeah, one of them smacking another one on the butt. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. no, Mortarian. It could be like a sexy version of like a. a, a I don't think he's gonna make Finnish it. Finnish death metal band. Like he's like. He's got he, eyeliner on. Yeah, he's like laying in some like dead bodies, but he's like no clothes on. I would think that would be more Korax. So. What? Yeah, Korax was not. He's like, all like emo and like. Well, yeah, Korax got like his hair combed over one eye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It'd be like dashboard confessionals or something. All right, I'm gonna talk to some artists. Super pasty want. white. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he has like tight leather pants on. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it, man. This is great. This is a good idea. I think so. We should Games talk Workshop. A million dollar idea. The gold right you can Once have again, by just hiring somebody to move to Nottingham. The, hey, I love Nottingham. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't you, you can't leave us. That's true. How would he, yeah, who's going to come up with the swimsuit ideas? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's all I do all day long at my desk. Just <laughs> these ideas, these yeah. Ideas. Instead of working. Yeah. That's why you're always giggling. That's my voicemail's always good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Jason. 
Uh, but of course, uh, what this means in, in a little, little bit more serious of a tone right. is that we could reasonably assume that Sanguinius and Jagadi Khan are on the way, mm -hmm. getting the Primark so, treatment, and then possibly even a Kabanda model, because I know a lot of people would like to have that. That would be cool. Right. Yeah. That'd be badass. So also, uh, we've mentioned it a couple times, but bears repeating. Uh, GW has announced both Space Wolves and Orcs as codexes that are on the way in the near future. Um, clearly, as always, we can't reveal any information, but we can say that uh, we believe you'll be really happy if you're a wolf or orc uh, enthusiast. Like Frankie. What? A wolf, wolf enthusiast. enthusiast in he life and in the game. loves wolves. I am a long time orc and space wolf player. I played space mm -hmm. wolf forever. And uh, I, th I think that both of these codexes are really good. They hit the nail on the head of being both competitive and uh, representing the, back the background of the armies really well, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I think if you're a wolf player and orc player, you should get really excited. Uh, the wait, the long night is almost over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a good one. That's pretty good. That was, that was that was pretty philosophical. Good. Thank you. But big news, Warhammer, Age of Sigmar. Does that say Rage of Sigmar? Yep. Rage of find Sigmar. I, who found this image? I just <laughs> now realized it said that. Well, fine. I think it should be that. Maybe that's the I new second. Say, what the hell would I get that? The new. Uh... <laughs> I think it doesn't say Rager. <laughs> Rager. Yeah, at least of Sigmar. Like, no. well, at least there's not there's like pornographic there's another images. New yeah. That's Rager a club idea right there. Rage of Sigmar would have been a good. Pornhub, call uh, us. Second. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, GW should like turn into like a nightclub. Like, <laughs> 10 p.m. Can you see that? It's one of those like fake movies. Well, I, I mean, I've been told I've never gone. Those to aren't fake. Home. Those are real. That's a website I've heard about. I think Rage of Sigmar would have been a good name for the second edition. Right? Like you've seen the Age of Sigmar. Now get ready for the Rage of Sigmar. <laughs> hey, Games Workshop. God, tagline right there. <laughs> Dude, this is free. Oh. So at any rate, this is really exciting news. It's big news. <laughs> the big. That's the biggest. <laughs> uh, One would say it's a raging. It's a huge amount. You might pass out. <laughs> Just a lot. It'll hit you too yeah. quickly. Uh, really exciting stuff because Age of Sigmar had a really rocky start, as we all know. We, <laughs> it came out gasping for air. Uh, I still, God. I think people forget how yeah, how bad, bad it, was. it was. Like they were like, "Here's a game that has no rules at all." But if you jump on the table, <laughs> it's like, really? I'm like, yeah, nothing. Just do whatever you want. Can I, I just know. jump over this mountain because there's no terrain rules? Yeah, whatever. Do it. Do it. You and your friends make up narrative. rules. That I was mean, literally how it was. It was literally make your own rules. It wasn't that crazy, <laughs> but it was not far from that. It was close. And it was like we I no points understand what they were trying to do, but then. You know, the, the, the communication, I don't think, was there in the beginning to explain, like, hey, there's more stuff on the way. This is just to get you going. And all that's in the past now. And the game has really rebounded. Really, the turning point was the General's Handbook. That was the silver bullet that, that kind of hit the right notes. Mm -hmm. And the GW is doing such a good job now of communicating, like, this is what we're trying to do. This is what we're, what we're hoping you get. Does it make sense to you? Give us feedback. It's made such a huge difference, and the game is super fun. It's been growing like crazy. Uh, it, it slowed down a little bit when 8th came out, but it's now on the upward swing. We're seeing you know, 160, 170 strong events that are selling out mm -hmm. all around the world. So the game is really hitting the right notes with people now, which is great because the models are amazing. Yep. And with 2nd Edition on the way, they don't call it that, but everybody else will, uh, I am really excited. We had a couple things we were kind of like, eh, on the fence about, but... Um, um, Having being the position that we're in, we, we 
kind of had seen more information, which we'll talk about very soon. Um, but mm-hmm. it, it, I, I feel really good. Actually, I feel reassured a great deal that this is going to be a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still a couple things. We'll have to wait and see how it plays out. But generally speaking, this sounds like it's going to be a much, a much better game. I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to really take a big jump in popularity. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It sounds like all the different factions are getting all sorts of new upgrades, like new, I mean, you get command points now, so people can use all their command uh, command abilities. Like, it, it it's going to be a completely different game, which is great. So I'm excited. Yeah, and it's going to be <clears throat> close enough to the original that it's not going to feel like a quantum leap, but it's yeah. they, they've really fine-tuned it. And uh, please, if you're interested in hearing like a really in-depth discussion, join us tomorrow, mm-hmm. and we'll be able to really dive in and talk about a lot more on the 14th. Uh, so that'll be another live show. But what we can talk about today is what you've seen on the Warhammer community page, which has been a lot. Uh, they talked about all the different factions. Yep. Um, they did a faction preview for pretty much every faction in the game, which is really exciting. One of the ones I know a lot of people have been talking about is elves or elves or however you pronounce it. And they talked a lot about um, the elves in the uh, preview. Which was really exciting. I my favorite army in the game is uh, Wood Elves, which are now called Wanderers, mm-hmm. and they were talking about some of the really cool stuff you can do with that. Um, how like Way Watchers, they're the character archers. They're really good already. Now with Lookout, sir, they're going to be minus two to hit. Yep. It's crazy not, good. Not bad. Considering most things in Age of Sigmar that have a ranged weapon are hitting on fours or threes at the best. Mm-hmm. That means you're going to be hitting on sixes or fives, or in the case of like orcs, not at all. Yeah. Oh no, they have the always hit on six rule in Age of Sigmar, which is great. Uh, so on sixes, right? That makes the Way Watchers super good. They're showing off the um, Sisters of the Thorn have one of the better spells in available to order. You just reroll saves and you can do more wounds to people. So mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, so I was really excited about all that stuff. It's yeah, cool. it's pretty cool. And they're, they're like only showing off some special rules for certain factions. They're not like just spilling all the beans either. It's a nice little teaser. Yeah, and of course they've also talked about how all the factions are getting uh, like magical artifacts, yep. um, you know, command traits, <clears throat> and now with the command points, mm-hmm. you can use all your command traits if you want, if you have enough points. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really going to change the way that some of these uh, armies that you don't really see at all play, and I was really excited about that. One of the other ones they pointed out was that the uh, Phoenix Temple, how now that there's no reinforcement points that your uh, um, Flamespire Phoenix can come back on a four plus without paying any extra points. Nice. I'm not so sure not about bad. that one. That's cool, but it's like not you're going to see that now, yeah, right? But... It's the same as the Skaven with the the, the Screaming Bell, where like you yeah. can have all the stuff and in, in, you can summon, but yeah. like you didn't know what you're going to get, and so like you had to bring all these units and put points towards it that you might not ever get. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. So I thought that. Yeah, and we'll one, of the, yeah. one of the ones that they talked about too, which is crazy, it's pretty cool. Like we have a Sylvaneth army <clears> here in the studio. <throat> mm-hmm. Is like Alariel can summon a Tree Lord, which they talked about for free. Yeah. So again, like I was really kind of hesitant about that because that was like one of the plagues of 6th and 7th edition 40k free points. Mm-hmm. It got out of hand big time. But they, they've been saying that they've really tried to balance the game to accommodate for these things. So, um, you know, you don't really see Alariel in competitive armies. Maybe now you will. Yeah. Um, I, it's going to be really interesting to see how the summoning thing plays out because the way that they've been talking about it, you have to do something to get the, the summoning or it's like once per game. Like with Alarial, they said that, that you could summon one unit, um, one Tree Lord. So it's going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. Um, if it's too much, it's, I think it's going to cause problems, but they've been saying that it's not. So 
Yeah, yeah, I have a feeling that it's not going to be like seventh edition where you can just summon whatever you want. Like, I, right. like you were saying, you have to build up points a lot of times in order to do it. It's or, not automatic at all. Or like, yeah, how it is now, where every unit can summon. I don't think that will be the way that it'll be in uh, Soul Wars. So, yeah, and if you look it. at, uh, I'm not sure if you touched on this yet. Um, I was looking at a cool photo there. Uh, the the summoning in the most recent books that have come out has been yeah. completely changed. So like, did you talk, did you touch on death the way that they, so like in the yeah, past, no, talk about that. so like in the past, like that was a big problem, right? Because every single, um, unit came with a summon spell. So as long yeah. as you had a wizard, they would know that spell as long as that unit was in your army. So mm -hmm. there's no issue with just summoning, 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 but they changed that in the death battle tome that came out, the legions and the gash yeah. where it's not automatic anymore. And they changed it to keywords and only those keywords could be summoned in specific instances. It's not something you just do over no. and over and over. So a lot of that has already been addressed in the books that have come out. And mm -hmm. then the ones that have not, so like Seraphon is a good example, same, very similar where every single one of their units came with a summon yeah. keyword or a, a spell that has, uh, will likely be addressed, you know, in, uh, so, and they've done that. They've talked about that where like mm -hmm. everything that had the summon ability that has not been already, um, redone is, is being refilled. Like they're, they're redoing it. Yeah. So it's not going to be overwhelming at all. I think and that's great because if like the summoning is cool, it is fun, right? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. when I play D and D or whatever, like a, a computer <clears> playing <throat> game, it's like fun to like summon a monster yeah. to come and assist you, or like in Final Fantasy, same yeah. thing. Like mm -hmm. the summoner is always one of the cool iconic classes, right? So it is fun. It's neat, but mm -hmm. it needs to be done in a balanced way, which mm -hmm. um, I think that's a, a really good example. Is talking about the um, Nagash's most recent right. battle tome, and they've talked about in these previews how like. Maggot Ken and Death are already giving you an idea of what to expect. Blades of Corn, right? Yeah. They use as an example, like as things die, right? You're getting points to summon, so it's like, okay, that definitely yeah. sounds way more reasonable. But you have to use like this is going to be a command ability, yeah, mm -hmm. for the most part, and so it's not going to be an automatic thing. You have to have points built up for yeah. it, and you can choose to, to use it all at once. You can choose to spread them out throughout the game. But if you know, it's not like your opponent's sitting back doing nothing, yeah, while this is happening. So I think. Um, if anyone's worried about that, I really don't think it's going to be something. Because I was legitimately, I was like, "Oh, well, all of us were." We when we yeah. heard Frankie had said something about that, and we were like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> why?" But, but then they explained it more. It sounds like yeah. it's going to be relatively uh, reasonable. And like looking at some of the other cool stuff you can do, like if this all works out the way it definitely looks like it's going to, like I'm very excited to finish getting my Wanderer army ready because those those are where my in my heart of hearts, I want to play Wood Elves, right? Like my free peoples, right. I love them. They're rad. I was so worried they were going to get rid of the Wanderers. No, they're, I, they're, call, I, I thought they were going to do. I thought they were going to squat them. Yeah. yeah like that. Well, and there's and that, that's a really good segue because there's yeah. tons of new fluff on the way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And one of the cool things they talk about with the Wanderers is that like they are really fitting into the universe that because the the fluff was really ambiguous in the beginning, right. and now they're like, okay, so the free peoples are around. They live in these cities, and they kind of like. Whereas the Stormcast Eternals are the vanguard of Sigmar's armies for order going out, mm -hmm. smashing, fighting. The free peoples come in and they hold the ground that's been taken and they build cities. Yeah, the repopulate. So yeah. the free people are basically yeah. just everything that's not a Stormcast Eternal. Yeah. So yeah. you have your elves, your dwarves, your humans, just the standard stuff you think about who have their own armies. Um, and, you know, because th that's the one thing that's great too is all the fluff that they're going into. Yeah. Like they're actually expanding, like this is how the world was. It wasn't some crazy mystical universe yeah. like they had cities and they had towns and they had kingdoms. Mm -hmm. uh, but then they all, you know, chaos came in and drove them all into these a couple places. Uh, but now they're all starting to come back and reclaim their worlds. Yeah. Start the cities back up. You saw that in that um, they had the, expansion, uh, the Tempest expansion. I forget the actual name of it. 
where they went over four different free cities. Yeah, that that yeah. was really cool because yeah. they showed that like they showed like the free peoples and like the dwarves like mm -hmm. they live together, they work together, they're like yeah. closely allied with each other. Mm -hmm. And it explains that when you build like an order army or a chaos army, like this is why you can use all these units. Mm -hmm. And like they were saying, like the wanderers are basically like the scouts and guerrilla fighters of the forces of order. Mm -hmm. yeah. So like they ally with the the these cities. And then they go out, and then they're they're trying to like you know get, get do recon. You can almost think of them almost as mercenaries run. type deals, yeah, where they are. you know we're like the the army, the stormcaster, where we're like okay, we need these specialized troops, and where are they in the city? Okay, let's, let's hire these yep. guys on to help us out. Yeah, because you know? one of the cities that's like the li I can't remember what's like the living city. It's like, mm -hmm. and it's like all these different you know order uh, people mixed together, and that's mm -hmm. like one of the main places where the wanderers like, you know, mm -hmm. associate because it's like, you know, a city in the trees, so to right. speak. Yeah. And it's cool because now it's like, it's starting to make more sense, right? Like it's coming together mm -hmm. and I feel like I've got a better idea of like what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Soul Wars specifically, to me, it feels like one of the first battles where I'm like, okay, this all makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the it's a battle over souls, right? And the Gash is trying to take power. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the awesome. Gash is pissed yeah. because the elves like uh, uh morafi and um teclis stole like first of all they they tracked down uh slanesh yeah. cornered slanesh and then they're pulling souls out of slanesh mm -hmm. that slanesh took and they're making new like races the Ideneth deep kin and mm -hmm. the daughters of cain yeah either creating them from scratch or repopulating them mm -hmm. because they're you know they're trying to like get elves back basically into the into the world mm -hmm. yeah and uh so slanesh obviously doesn't like that no but uh nagash is super pissed because those souls were should be going to uh shayish yeah. the realm of the dead mm -hmm. yeah so nagash is like not on my watch son yeah. yeah so he's got this super upside down or pyramid pyramid and he's going on the the offense yeah to try and like totally uh take over and like get all the souls for himself well, chaos mm -hmm. kicked his butt so he joined up with uh well, he the pulled a Skeletor. Before. He pulled a Skeletor yeah. on Chaos. Yeah. Like, nah, 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 nah. And Chaos yeah. is like, pow! Yeah, so Chaos fucked him up, but now he's coming back, and now he wants all of his souls. He's like, yeah! He's, he's like, a, soul he's like Starscream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a mighty Megatron! <laughs> and then uh, Galvatron came back and kicked his ace. Yep. So it's it's cool. I like it. So yeah. like, like Nagash is like pissed. Yeah. So he's like, okay, those souls are mine. We're going to go get them. Yep. And then the forces of order are like, sorry, bruh. Nah. Ain't gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Hold on to our souls. And then they even talk about those two of the other like elf, elf, like demigods or gods mm -hmm. that are they're still trying to figure out what they're gonna do with the souls they get. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have Tyrion and you have Malarian. Yeah, who was Malaketh, mm -hmm. but joined with his dragon and became like a Malarian. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that model. It's just gonna be a, a dragon with like an elf head. That'd be great. <laughs> I hope yeah. that'd be awesome. I hope it's a an elf with a dragon head. Ooh, I'm assuming it'll be very bad. similar to the <laughs> normal um, sized. It'll probably be similar to Marathi, where it has yeah. the two versions, like the elf version and then the monster version. I, I am totally cool with that because yeah. that model is amazing. Tyrion, though, should be just this huge hunk with like no shirt on. <laughs> it should look wearing like Wearing the cool elf helmet, yeah. like the, the winged okay. helmet. Yeah. His hair should be flowing. Cool, like a big broadsword on his back. No shirt, definitely. A couple of elf no ladies shirt, yeah. on his legs. He's yeah. just like, couple yeah. Tattoos. And Tyrion's all small. like, uh, like Or uh, Teclis is behind him, just like, hey, brother. Hey, brother. <laughs> he's like the big, he should because he's always like the huge jock. It should know, be like Caroline yeah. and Rastelin from the, uh, the Shadowlands. From the uh, or, yeah, from yeah, the, yeah. Yep. Oh, Caroline or Carmen, or however you pronounce his name. Yeah, he's like a big hunky dude who gets the chicks and Rastelin's just like in the back. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> but then he almost becomes a god. Yeah, that's pretty good. The War of the that'll, that'll show you if you if you're a geek <laughs> in high school, man, you could become a god. Yeah. By magic, <laughs> from by playing magic.
<laughs> Could happen. You heard uh, it here first. Get all the babes. Yeah. They like that stuff. Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. actually becoming You guys true. want to impress girls, bring your magic cards yeah. to any that, event. That's to like not a sporting even gonna be, event. That's not even going to be like a, a joke anymore in like another five years. Yeah. Mariano will back are me changing. up on this. The times are a changing. The times are a changing. That's for sure. But uh, I, I think the the fluff of the Soul Wars is really cool. It's intriguing. It's engaging. I actually want yeah. to find out more. Yeah. Whereas in the past, it was just like they fight forever and always in this place, and then you know, like okay, over the realms. Yeah. yeah like there, I, it was. There was not a lot going yeah. on for a while. It was more like use your imagination to create these battles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Like, I want to do that. Tell me. Tell yeah. me what to think, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying you money. I don't like to think for myself. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's really intriguing. I can't wait to see it. Um, exciting! It's it's really exciting actually, and it's it's going to be a new game, mm -hmm. a familiar but new game. Um, and again, if you want to hear even more about it, because um, I'm starting to forget what I can and can't say at this point. Yeah, it's it's becoming like, difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. starting to blend together in my mind. There's so a I lot because there's so much information. There's so much in this yeah. the starter set that's coming out, guys. Like it's. Oh, the starter set it's is insane. awesome. Yeah. I think are we gonna be able to show it so off? Yeah, yeah, tomorrow yeah. we can. Show it's it off. like the. I mean, like it's I've never seen ass. a package. They with showed this it stuff off on their it. website. Like oh, did they? Yeah. yeah, they showed a full picture. It's of impressive. That comes it, in it. It's the most impressive starter present. set we've yeah, seen. Like, definitely, yeah. it has so much stuff in it, and the the super spells are dope. Cool. Yeah. The models are so cool. Models are super. Yeah, and there's more of them than I thought there was. There's a shit ton or a lot of them. Excuse me. Pardon your French. Yeah. Pardon your Australian. Yes. That was my that was my Aussie, mate. Yeah. That was Aussie for thanks, mum. It's very polite in Australia. Pass the Vegemite. I haven't given him enough grief. Yeah, we need to make fun of Australians more. Kind of a quota. Yeah. We made fun of Aussies enough this month. And the answer. I'm just gonna get punched someday. Someday, yeah, the LVO, that. I'm just going to get, just bang. <laughs> just knock you I'll out. be like, I deserve that. Then he's going to throw some sort of venomous animal on you. <laughs> yeah, throw a snake in my face. <laughs> I just had this. <laughs> I was going to eat this for lunch with some Vegemite, mate. Stay there, you can have it. <laughs> Jason's like crying. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm weak. Why? I'm a weak American. I would not. <laughs> I like Australians. Uh, so at any rate, uh, join us please tomorrow. Um, we'll go over uh, in far greater depth all this stuff. We'll answer a lot of questions. It'll be easier to talk about it because right now it's right. It's hard. It's hard like, to like remember what we can actually talk about and yeah, what has yeah. been talked about. Indeed, so much. Yeah. So, so look, join us tomorrow if you want to. Uh, we'll, we'll answer questions. We'll really dig in. Uh, but hopefully that gives you a, a little teaser, mm -hmm. gets you excited. Uh, if you're on the fence, thinking about playing Age of Sigmar, maybe you went away. Here's a good time to come back. Again, one of the coolest yep. things with Age of Sigmar, and we talk about it all the time in the office, is literally what you can, like any army you can think of that you want to make, you Looks can make. badass. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do a whole army of goblin wolf riders with wolf chariots, and it's going to look amazing. Might not play great, yeah. but you can do it. Yep. You know, spider rider. You can do anything. Yeah. I want the spider That's riders fun, are yeah. so good. I want to do like a whole, spiders. a whole army of like the white lions, lion rangers now they're called. That looks yeah. awesome. Dude, those guys are freaking badass. And then the chariots They're with the lions. Good. Yeah, the lion chariots. It's one of my favorite models. Yep. Like, so good. Yeah, that's my, one of my favorite things about Age of Sigmar is that the models are simply irresistible. Nice. I just Boom. spit on the desk. Ugh. I did not come across as cool as I thought it would have no. been. Never does. It's <laughs> simply irresistible. Bring it back to the 80s. All right, upcoming 40K ITC events. There is a ton per usual. We do have a major, the Dallas Grand Tournament in Arlington, Texas, Ooh. this coming weekend. 
tons of events though go check the calendar you want to make sure it's, you go support. there's also a the dallas open which is in irving texas Ooh, i wonder if there's a rivalry there <laughs> is there like an actual event in dallas well there's tons texas yeah. texas it's going to be called like huge the, for 40 the austin the austin gt in dallas yeah <laughs> well so like, like war game war games calling kind of led the charge yeah. and then they're they're on the upswing again they're doing great mm -hmm. and like all these other teams there's all these clubs in texas yeah. that are really well organized and they have a great scene in that state, which makes sense. It's a this gigantic is, place. Yeah, so Nick, Nick Hart is really just being imaginative with the naming of Green Tower Games, right? Warhammer 40K, 2000 point ITC champion missions tournament. Boom. It's I'm very like, It's on the nose. You know what yeah. you're getting yourself in. You can't show up and be like, I'm nope. here to play book missions. Yep. Like, like, it's ooh, in the description, wrong. dummy. Anyways. God, I gotta double check when their GT is because I bought a ticket. I just now I'm like, ooh, when is it? I know it's Generally in the, it's in the fall. GT. It's yeah, it's it's at, it's before yeah. it's right before SoCal Open. June yeah. June Bugs Assault. I love it. June Bugs Assault. <laughs> we should start doing like an award for the best name per weekend. Dude, ooh, that would the, be good. The Ganja Bead Forest one. Well, nothing will ever beat that. Yeah. That was really good. <laughs> that was the best that was name really I've ever good. heard. Uh, Alchemy Age of Sigmar ITC <laughs> events in the month of June. We have two GTs. Ooh. The Age of Arsenal Grand Tournament, and that's in Gamers Arsenal in Murrieta, California. Mm -hmm. And the Flying Monkey GT in the Drury Plaza Hotel Broadview in Wichita, Kansas, again, which I've heard nothing but good things about. Yeah. Uh, make sure to go get your points. Mm -hmm. Current 40K competitive track top five, Matt Root continues to lead the pack with a sizable lead. It's going to be tough to knock him off his pedestal. Now that the events are maxed. There's too. only a couple events yeah. left, really, that you could, uh, you need to do well at Nova Open. Mm -hmm. yep. The ATC always throws up really big scores if you're going to be, we'll be at both of those events. Of course, SoCal Open, which is already huge registration. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so if you want to, uh, we still have plenty of space in SoCal Open, by the way. The place is huge. Right. Uh, if you want to go and, and get a big score, SoCal will do that. Uh, as we're in kind of like the downward slope of, uh, or kind of getting to the top of the middle point of the season. Mm -hmm. um, the amount of big events start to become less and less, obviously. So you want to make sure to go so you yeah. can throw up those big scores. you got War Games Con, uh, the BAO, which has been sold out forever. Mm -hmm. um, there's still quite a few left, but the, the, yeah. the really big ones, uh, you want to try and jump on. Usually it's after Nova okay. that it starts kind of like... Because yeah. you go into Christmas. That's like the height and then... Yeah. Because after Nova, it's SoCal. There's a couple. There's a couple events, mm -hmm. and then it starts to become a little bit quiet as you go into the holiday seasons. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Josh Death is in second place, followed by our boy Jeff Robinson with the Custodes. Mm -hmm. TJ Lanigan is in fourth, and Ryan Olson jumps into fifth. Nice. Uh, I just want to say, Mitch Pelham, our new writer, ha ha, drop down. Don Houston is, is just <laughs> plummeting like a rock. Cold-blooded. <laughs> Just holding on uh, by Bond's fingertips. Yes, maybe for another few days. Oh, is Jessica Bowman still on eleventh? I don't know. She was the top Necron player. She has been for a long time. Forty uh, K ITC Hobby Track. We have Sean Prosser currently in first place, followed by Jeff Merrick, who only has three scores. Antonio Cedeno in third, Chris Boss in fourth, and William Ivy in fifth. Age of Sigmar top five. James Thomas continues to lead the pack. Well done. Although his lead has been narrowed considerably, he's yeah, only yeah. up by nine points Jeez. on Matthew Jones, who is in second. Josh Harvey in third. Alex Gonzalez moves up into fourth. Jared Zizueta hangs in there at fifth. Is that our Alex Gonzalez? That's, that's Gonzo. Yeah. Although yeah. he hates being called that. If yeah. He, uh, so he's just all Age of Sigmar now, huh? He used yeah. to be a big 40K he, he player. He plays 40K still, too. Okay. Yeah, he still plays his, uh, his, his old list, the Destroyer Necron Army, is like mm -hmm. ridiculously good now, so... I'm sure he'll be playing a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Vlad Nika 
Coming up. Coming up. Yeah. Joe Cryer. Favorite vampire. He'll be up there. Yeah. He better be. Well, yeah. I mean, he he takes his time. Yeah. There's no rush. He's he's like risen from his coffin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he can he can he can, he can only go to tournaments at night, so it's really you know, you know that, that so does. he's playing down. He's playing down. That makes it tough. Yeah. That makes it tough. He's playing with a handicap. That tells you how good. So he only comes in and plays like one round. Dude, when he, he came, wins so many points. Like, yeah. So yeah. When he came dressed as a vampire, that was amazing. SoCal, I was like, you're my favorite person. That was great. He's, he's not from Transylvania, right? No. No. Okay. He's from. <laughs> I can't remember. That's now. an actual country, Transylvania. I, I forget so. now. Like, I'm really good with geography, but like, I think we said it wrong one time and I felt stupid. Yeah. So now I don't want to say it again. Okay. Transylvania is, is that a, is that a fictional country? Is that a fictional country? I have no idea. No, this is American no, geography. I think it actually is. A, Transylvania is not a fictional yeah. country. Isn't that where Frank is? I believe it's from? like a, a poor region in Romania or something like that. I'm sure Vlad has already messaged me. <laughs> Somebody's yeah, okay. already, t- like, they're in chat. Vlad's probably in chat, actually. Yeah, okay. He usually, usually joins us. Anyways. Uh, the hobby track, AOS, currently Frank Deloach, continues to lead, followed by Scott Reed. Pounding it. Josh Greenfield in third, Chris Stifter in fourth, and Tyler Hamill in fifth. Shakespeare had a lot of movement in this uh, current top t- uh, five, excuse me. And again, uh, even the top guys only have three events because it's brand new. Yeah. But... Uh, it's the Wild West, baby. There's all kinds of room to throw in more events in here. Mike Course is in first place with a pretty significant lead. Matt Everhart is in sixth. Josue Ibarra is in, did I say sixth? Yeah, second. 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 <laughs> Josue Ibarra in third. Andrew Everhart in fourth. And Tony Field has jumped into fifth. Nice. Well done. Check Boom. out these lovely pictures. Wow. They've been squished. Ooh, that picture Ooh. Not look it's right in your face. They got distorted. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but look how good they look so close. Look your at how good like You're holding it like this. Yeah. You're like, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. These are Primaris uh, Marines, obviously. Yes. But the thing that's significant to note about these is these are the tabletop levels. Very affordable. Yes. Excuse me. Affordable, mm. Very affordable paint. Standard, uh, the Blood Angels have level one basing. The Dark Angels have level two mm-hmm. basing, which, as you can see, makes a pretty significant difference. It makes, I think it makes it look Oh, yeesh. The pictures look good to the people watching. It's yeah, just to okay. us. Yowza. Uh, yeah, that looks uh, like my nearsightedness. Yeah. So um, these are really simple paint jobs. They're... Uh, they're, they're, they they they're, they're simple. Really clean. They're simple, they but great. they look amazing. This yeah. is, we have a couple artists who do this, and it's my favorite style. It's very Games Workshop style, where it's just very nice, clean base coat done by an airbrush, and then yep. very basic line highlights. And it's and one that's all one highlight. that's all you yep. need, and that's yeah. our tabletop standard. If you go into a plus, you're gonna start looking at more instead of the hard line highlights. Start looking at more of like blending, which yeah. takes a lot longer. More layering. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but this is a very simple, effective technique. Our artists can do it fairly quickly. Um, as you can see in the photos, they look fantastic. Um, yeah. So I if was, you guys are interested in getting Primaris Marines down at a tabletop yeah. standard, very affordable, Definitely. looks amazing, even with level one basing, which, you know, this this client wanted it to be specific. You know, he wanted a dark gravel, but if you did sand dry brushed, yeah. it would look it's amazing. Too. I, I always recommend for people to go at least to level two because it makes I such a difference. I always write quotes at two whenever yeah. It makes such a yeah. difference. Like, when I base my own armies, I use at least two basing materials every single time. Like on yeah. some of them, I use like four or five. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it doesn't really increase the cost that much. No. But it makes a really big difference in my opinion. But of course, we'll mm-hmm. do what you want. It's your commission. Yeah. Um, but I think this is a great example of how nice tabletop, mm-hmm. tabletop really is And these have decals as well, yeah, which, which does cost a little bit more. But you can see these are very well done. It makes Our artists know exactly what yeah. they're doing with decals, which if you don't, 
You can certainly see yeah. when somebody doesn't know what so they're doing. decals look really with decals. Yeah. You got to use yeah. Microsoft, Microsoft. Yep. You know, it's the whole work. process. Yeah. So it is. these look fantastic. I mean, just yep. look at the aggressors. I mean, man, space, it's very space basic. Marines, space Marines and Eldar Chaos Marines, they really lend themselves to a tabletop level yep. paint yeah. standard because the way the model is, it really it, it looks great. Mm-hmm. And of course, you go to Tabletop Plus, it'll look even better. But, then you start seeing a lot more detailing. Essentially, yeah. you're going to have an artist spending more time per model, yep. which yep. gets you more, you know, like, like I, you know, on the, these hell blasters, you would get a little bit of a glow effect from yeah, the plasma guns. Yep. And, you know, it's just a little bit more, but it makes it look that much higher up. It's a noticeable yeah. difference, but uh, tabletop, you will definitely standard. not be upset. Yeah. And then tournament standard is the most affordable. It's becoming the most looks, popular for us. It still looks really damn good. Yeah. But again, you're not going to have any of the highlighting right. that you see here. So imagine yeah. these models without the line highlights. Just clean um, base coats. Yep. You know, yep. we can add a wash if you want because it doesn't take too much time. That's yep. if you want it done. But like, just if you just need something with three colors to go to a tournament, we can bust it out really quickly, um, and it's going to look amazing. And yep. It looks actually really good, especially just from flat base from a, from yep. the tabletop. Yeah. Um, you know, Ooh. Ooh. I know the picture's Ooh. got squish. I don't know why. So anyway, let's jump in and answer some questions. I'm sure people have quite a few. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Did I miss exactly how big the narrative event will be after Axis of Entropy. Um, well, okay. I just want to be 100% certain. The uh, It's not a done deal yet, but we feel confident enough about it that we're willing to talk about it. I would say it's probably a 95, 90% chance that it happens. Mm-hmm. The last step, Frankie and I are, are jamming out to Vegas, and we're going to go look at the additional space to make just to make sure it works. To make sure it's not some weird thing that when we get there, it's not going it to work out. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt that there's going to be a problem, but we just want to make certain. <clears throat> so after we expand for the, the narrative, um, I, I'm not sure yet, but there'll be at least 20 more spots. At a minimum, there'll be 20 more spots yeah. in the narrative. Um, and there's about 50 people on the wait list. So you want to be Johnny on the spot when, the tickets, when and if the tickets become available. Uh, bu- 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 I get if I get the first place, the gentleman's GT. Will Jason show us his, the shirtless selfie? Selfie. All you have to do to get that, yeah, follow him on follow, Instagram. Oh yeah, or just be friends with him on Facebook. All it yeah. is is pictures of him with his shirt off. That's all it is, and it's not even really great. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not that impressive. So, He's modest you know. too. You should go check it well, out. You've come a long way. Oh yeah. yeah, you've come a long way. I have uh, you know like two <clears throat> two men that pay me money for those photos. Okay. I mean, uh, what? people. <laughs> Wait, I don't know where I was going with that. Swipe right. Yeah, swipe. What's, what's the chance no, of coming to the GT we run here in Connecticut? Uh, it says Todd, uh, it's in November, December, uh, relatively open yep. at that period of time. We'll definitely take a look at it. Connecticut is obviously the diagonal distance across the country. It's the opposite. A little far. It's pretty area. far, um, but we are always open minded to trying to come out and support events. Yeah. Um, how big is the narrative already? Asks Axis of Entropy. It's at 100. Yeah, it's huge. The the the, which is really crazy when you think about it, because a lot of people focus on the forty k champs. Mm-hmm. It yeah. sold out, and we're over five twelve. We oversold it because we always have attrition, so that sold out. But then don't forget, in the same basically the same period of time, we had a hundred in the narrative and eighty in the friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. You're like over seven hundred people, well over seven hundred people for forty k sold out in just a matter of days. Um. Brian Spolarios is dad bod for the win. I think we are the dad boy, the dad bod boys. The dad bod boys. Uh, uh, is there a plan in the next few months for possibility of an ITC format for AOS? Uh, WS Diggleriard. We use the uh, we use the AOS community pack. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so that's already out there. Basically, we just play out of the general handbook with mm-hmm. a bunch of suggestions for house house rules and stuff. How do you grow a manly beard? Like Frankie says, Dracer or Celius, well, you grow a beard and then you shave the manly parts so you're left with a nice chin beard. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> All right. Signed up for the best event, a.k.a. the Night Joust. Yeah, Nova Star. The Night Joust is like no bullshit. It's one of the most fun mm-hmm. things we do. We did it as kind of like a, like a, oh, whatever, we'll just do this. And now they get like 50, 60 people to come. It's a blast. Yeah. Uh, narrative sold out a lot faster than champs. Yes, it sold out in two hours. Two and a half hours, excuse me. Uh, MD Socialist, if you could take any Age of Sigmar rule to 40K, um, what would it be? Any AOS rule to 40K, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Random initiative. No. Shooting in and out of combat. <laughs> no. <laughs> 40K with random initiative would be That'd be really amazing. Bad. Shooting in combat, all of a sudden Tau become really good at melee. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I think I like them the way they are. I don't think I would take any rule from Mages of Mar and Prig in a 40K or vice versa. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Nothing. Yeah, no. I got nothing. It would there. not lend itself. It's just they're, they're different games. Yeah. Uh, no points. B- b- congrats again on selling so many tickets. That would be over great. Thank you very much. And yes, we agree. Oh, and then also really important, um, forgot to mention this. We have already begun. Uh, we're actually getting people to come in several days a week uh, to build terrain. It's like basically a part-time job. Yeah. Uh, and then we're also working on it too. So we're making every effort to make sure that the quality of the event does not suffer because of the expansion. Um, we already had enough terrain, so really it's not that crazy. But we're going to make sure every single table is to the standard of an ITC full set of terrain. It's going to look amazing. Uh, it's going to look incredible. Yep. Um, by the way, Reese, you look like a cop. Thanks. Mm. Officer Justice. Oh. Like a cop from the 80s. Or from like Reno 91. Early 90s cop. Uh, actually, or from Y Sammy. Can we bring the Space Hulk event from Adepticon? If, there's, if those gentlemen are open to coming to Vegas, we would be more than happy to have them. Give us a cop or give us a call. Let us know. Love it. Uh, what time are we streaming tomorrow? I can't remember. There's a certain time that we can do it, and I can't remember because it's in it's in uh, English people time, mm-hmm. which is you know <laughs> green we'll, Greenwich uh, sandwich. We'll medium. put up something on the newsletter and stuff. I'm assuming, right? I can't remember what time off the top of my head because it's got yeah. a back. I think it's I, don't, I can't remember. We'll, we'll, we'll post point. it. Yeah, yeah, as soon as possible. I look like a maniac. Cop. Yeah, Riso's back. Riso, it's, it's been a while. It's I. <laughs> And then for the record, I am not actually Recio. That's I don't know who that is. Oh. When do you think you guys will start streaming games or posting short games on YouTube again? Never. So uh, never mind, Jumbo. We've been asked this question numerous times, but then to give the answer, it took about 16 paid uh, man and woman hours to make a single video bat rep. Uh, it was a big drain on resources of time, money, and we to be blunt, we really weren't getting the views on our video battle reports that we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that were watching them really liked them. Uh, but when we were thinking about like other things we could do with that time, we determined it was better for the business to take a break for now. We could always come back later if it makes sense, but making those videos took like, it was like two shifts. It was like one person working Monday and Tuesday all day. Or we would come in on the weekend to do it. It just would, there's so many, there's so many groups out there that are just doing that exclusively. Yeah. Now it's hard, it was hard, hard for like, Hmm. Well, to, to, for us to make it worth that much of an investment of time when we're already so short on time anyway, 
we needed to see a lot more views to really make it make sense from a business perspective. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we really tried. Like I was trying to like figure out all the analytical stuff on the back end. Yeah. And I don't know what we were doing wrong because everyone liked the videos, but we just weren't getting the views we were hoping to see. And we might circle back around in the future, but right now we're barely keeping up with our workload as it is. Yeah. It just, we just don't have time really to do it. So um, it's not a permanent situation. It's just for now, it just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Because um, we could use that time to make terrain for the LVO, which we desperately need. So yeah. um, that just felt like it was more important. Mm-hmm. You know, so. So I know the latter half of some upper tier attorneys that are thinking about using chess clocks. Uh, yeah, we are rolling chess clocks out at the BAO day two. Part of the reason we're only doing it on day two because we only have enough clocks for that many people. We don't have, you know, 100 chess clocks sitting around. We have like 70 or 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's going to be our litmus test. We're going to try it at the BAO uh, for day two for people with a winning record. And uh, on day one, if people want to use it, we will consider uh, putting it on the table, but they both players would have to agree. Yeah. Um, I, Frankie and I are like 99.9% confident that this is the correct answer, right? They've been using the war machine forever. Uh, the guys in the Midwest have been using them to really good effect. We use them very frequently and it, it, it works. Like whether you like them or not, yeah, it works, right? And like we were discussing, um, a lot of people have been bringing up the example of uh, Games Workshop. Some of their events at Warhammer World are going to 1750 points because they think they just had that big incident where the Orc player like, didn't finish any games, basically said point blank, I won because I didn't finish my games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, okay, we're going to go to 1750. But the problem with that, we've already tried all this stuff, right? We tried, if you guys remember, if you've been with us for a while, we did, we did 1850, we did 1750, we extended the round time. We did all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. None of it worked. And it, what it boils down to, in my opinion, is at the end of the day, like if you take that org player as an example, um, when the incentive is for the player, like if their priority is to win the game and the incentive is to only go to three or four turns in their mind, lowering the points does not change that, that mindset. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for that player to go faster if there's no consequences to them only, if you only go to three right. turns and nothing happens, but it's they perceive it as an advantage to only go to three or four turns, they're gonna still do that. Nothing is going to change. There needs to be an incentive to finish your game. Mm-hmm. Chess clock does that. Yeah. And it, it just works. Yeah, It absolutely works. It works in chess, it works in War Machine, it yeah. works in any other game like this. And in our test, we've tested it extensively with lots of different people. Mm-hmm. It works. You finish your game. Yeah. And if, if, if we want to make this into what we're hoping to build it into, something that's fun to watch, something that people will come to watch, no one wants to watch a game that only goes to turn three. That's so boring. Yeah. Right. It's dumb, right? Or and a then, guy that is slow playing. Like, that's, nobody that's wants lame. to see that. Yeah. It's like the guy is actively yeah. doing something unethical to help win the game, whether it's on purpose or not, whether they're aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. And it's dumb. No one wants to see a game go to turn three or four. Yeah. I don't feel like I won the game if I only go to turn three or four. Like at the London GT, every single game I had finished except one, and we got to turn four, which I feel okay about. But it still felt bad because my opponent probably would have beat me on turn five. Yeah. Like I was playing Andrew Gagno, and like I freely admit, I think he had the advantage. He probably could have brought it back and beat me on five. So what you're saying are the two Americans that played each other didn't finish the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. dirty Americans. Ah, and, uh, the problem. But it was like he and I both were going, we, we, we were drinking beer and having fun. We had a really fun game, and we yeah. kind of realized, like, oh, crap, we need to speed up. And the, the clock, 
solves that problem definitively because you control your time. You want to play slow, go right ahead. You're going to lose the game. Yeah. And no one is, you are in control of it. So I, I, I feel like it's an inevitability. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It has to happen, but it's just, you got to go step by step yep. and get people used to the idea. So that was kind of a long-winded answer. Do you guys have anything to add to that? I know you were trying to talk. I kept going. No, I mean, I just think in a in a competitive event, in a match game, where there is a time limit, each player should have the exact same amount of time, to be fair. Yep. It's not fair if somebody uses two hours and another person uses one hour. It's not. It's just not. It's not, it's not fair. It'd it's be not, like, it's definitively unfair. Yeah, it'd be like yeah. playing chess and somebody has, you know, you take away a couple of the pieces of one player and you're like, well, go ahead. Yeah. You know, it's just not fair. So, sorry. No. I'm sorry if you want to take your horde orcs or something and you're not used to playing it. Like that is going to be Just detrimental practice. to you because yeah. it should be. It shouldn't be detrimental to your opponent that yeah. you brought a list like that that you weren't familiar with playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not your opponent's fault. It's your fault. So exactly. if you want to do it, go ahead. It's going to cause problems for you. Yeah, and if you want to play your orcs and you really you just can't, which the thing is, like, I, one of my friends Shane, who I've been playing 40k with for like 15 years, plays horde orcs. He is one of the fastest players I've ever seen. Every single game, he's the one going to you, hey, speed up, man. Yeah. yeah. It is totally doable. You just have to get used to it. And mm -hmm. if you really absolutely can't throw like three Morkonauts or Gorkonauts in your army and now you're going to finish. Right. Because right? you ate up half your damn points. Right. Yeah. Or if you want to play that, play a lot of it and get you get quick. Get yeah, good yeah. at playing it. Don't bring trays, and don't bring a list that you've never played before. Like, again, that's not on your opponent that no. you're unfamiliar with your army. So you're sitting there looking at your codex every minute. And yeah. spending five minutes looking at a rule. It's not your opponent's fault. It's your fault. Yep. So you should be penalized for yep. that. And that's the thing with a chess clock, the way it works. And again, you have to play like three games before you come to the BAO. Don't do mm -hmm. it for the first time at the BAO. I know it's going to happen. Inevitably going to happen. Those yeah. are the people that are going to complain about it, unfortunately. Yeah. I didn't like the clock. Did you practice with it before? I know. Well, yeah. tough shit. And you can use yeah. you can use an app on your phone to get used yeah. to it. Yeah. There's all sorts of chess clock apps on your phone. Like there's we easy ways phones. to practice. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Connor says GW should make a uh, Warhammer branded chess clock that's an orc voice that yells at you. <laughs> it just yells wah every Speed time up, you hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. That'd be great. It's wah, like, wah, 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 wah. Chess clocks go faster. Axis of Entropy says he loves small format 40K. The right. Combat Patrol at Adepticon, he said he's the most fun he's had playing 40K. That's great. Nice. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants to run Combat Patrol at LVO, we have. Yeah room in the demo zone for that or Ian, necromunda or necromunda yeah. we have a guy who's interested in running necromunda he hasn't committed yet yeah um but we did just get a commitment there will be zone mortalis at in the demo zone Ooh. at um at the lvo that's free to play you just have to have a con badge very cool and they're gonna be running one hour rounds and there's gonna be four tables so there's a lot of people can play nice, nice. yeah and movement trays yeah you can use movement trays they work perfectly fine i know mm -hmm. One gentleman just sent me pictures of his movement trays. He's playing Mordians at the LVO, and uh, they get a bonus when they're in base to base with each other. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he was like, he made all these cool movement trays. He's like, does this work? I was like, yes, and thank you. You're mm -hmm. going to play so much faster. Yeah, um, and that's totally cool. Coming up with things like this yeah. are great. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's on you to come up with this, right? Like somebody, Samaris, Samaris, um, saying that large armies it takes longer to set up. Yeah, it does. So you need to get better at setting up faster. Yeah. Yeah. It's on you. It's not on your opponent. Yeah. 100%. Like a, a, a example I use often, I played uh, Juice at Nova. He had like 200 models. Mm -hmm. He had uh, trays for his conscripts. So he just sat them down. Yeah. And he goes, when I move them, I may move them off. I was like, dude, you're good. Yeah. That makes perfect sense to me. Yep. Um, and of course, you can use a dice app again. People are still 
Dude, the Dice app is amazing. We keep hearing so people saying that the Dice, the Dice app, app can be hacked. How? I don't who, know. That's an argument that keeps coming up. Who is going to hack? Everyone's like, it's so easy to hack. I'm like, do it. You yeah. tell me. Show me hacking the Dice app. It uses a physics engine. It does well, not have a list I of I had numbers. somebody at uh, London GT ask me not to use it. I was yeah. like, mm, I don't okay. get it. You are, what is more, ask like, yourself you want this me question. To okay, what if, they, what if they're using Dice app, but you also notice they have a bomb house? But the thing is, Ooh, they, they then they could it. hack that. Yeah, so true. The, the funny thing is, like, I'll use dice, but I'm using it on your clock. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll use the dice app, which is perfectly legal, and I'll do it on my clock. The dice so app. If you is really amazing. want me to use the dice, I will. The only downside with the dice is since it's not like a random number generator, uh, it rolls all the dice, and you have to sit there and watch it, and like the dice will hit each other, and they'll like bounce around and stuff. You're like, oh my god, yeah. just, like, just, give just me do it. <laughs> that, and that's quick. the thing. Everyone's like, oh, you can hack it. it. It's not a list of numbers. No. It's a physics engine that simulates dice rolling. Like we've said this again and again. Yeah. And it's GW legal. You really don't have a choice in saying your yeah. opponent can't use it. And yeah, ask yourself, I'm sorry. Okay. I was gonna say, what is more likely that someone goes on eBay and buys loaded dice, which you don't have to be a, a computer like science with a masters you don't gotta yeah. own a ball mouse <laughs> you're trying to say <laughs> you know like what is more likely that someone who is wants to cheat is going to get like dice that are loaded that are available to anybody with an internet connection yeah. or that a ran random software engineer hacked the gw dice app made a copy of it put it on their phone like come on yeah like just give me a break Yep. That's not gonna happen. And the dice app definitely giveth, and the dice app taketh away. It does. They roll like crap yesterday sometimes. when I was playing, or the other day when I was playing Brandon Grant. He like used it for twelve saves, made all twelve saves. I was like, mm, dang, damn you, dice app. <laughs> yeah, Connor. Well, okay, I guess I've been I've been proven wrong. True. He watched a movie once where someone hacked the Earth, dang. so I'm sure the app would be easy. Sure. Boom. The best one I face. ever the best one I ever saw was like someone was like, you could hack the dice app. And the next person commented, I'm going to hack the dice hack with the chess clock. And I was like, yeah, you win. Uh, T. Silver, the uh, dice app is called Combat Dice, I believe. I can't remember. I that. think it's called Combat Dice. The, the people around here use it all the time, and it really speeds things up. Yeah. Especially when you're playing, like like Frankie's been playing with a lot of witches, yeah. lately, which he's been kicking people's asses with them. Yeah. And uh, they have so many attacks, and they get reroll ones to hit. Yeah. Come on, like. Yeah. And again, like app. when I say I don't, I wouldn't use the dice app for everything. But if you have like eighty shots, rerolling threes, rerolling wounds, then you then you know it's once it gets to that point, which this game tends yeah. to get to now in the eighth edition, when there's so many shots going on. It's I, just it's just a logistical yeah. thing. Like, what well, I don't okay, let me make some yeah. space to roll these hundred dice, and then they're gonna fly everywhere, and let me just put them together. It's like oh, salt dice. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you don't use it for every roll, right? No. You only yeah. use it for big rolls. Like when mm -hmm. we use the dice app, the majority of the time we're using dice, but it's like okay, I just charged you with thirty boys yeah. that have one hundred and eighty attacks. Right. Yeah. So okay, I'm just gonna use the dice app for this. Yeah. What do you mean we? Like I use it for everything. I'm like seize the initiative. Dice, dice app. <laughs> <laughs> and then Damn you're, it! You're then like, you're actually taking I'm just time kidding. away from the account. Dice app seize the initiative subroutine. It's all. <laughs> is it voice command? Can you tell the dice app roll yeah. twelve dice? Siri roll thirty six dice. She does it. Yeah. And the thing is, if you guys don't want to use it, that's fine. Don't use it. But like, if you're concerned about time and you're playing in match play, use it. Use that. Use that resource. Yeah, but you don't have to. You don't have to. Right? Like, it's not a big deal. It's not even something to argue about. It's yeah. just silly. We needed a whole hour back and forth on that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. We hope you're excited about Age of Sigmar Second Soul Edition. Wars. We are. 
you know, I am really excited, actually. It's got me motivated to do some hobbying. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be talking more about it tomorrow. Look, uh, Pay attention to Frontline Gaming. We'll put up a blog post announcing it. And, of course, we hope you're excited to get LVO tickets. If you missed out, uh, if you're on the wait list, stay tuned. We'll let you know as soon as possible whether or not we're going to be able to get more space. And if so, wowzers. Yep. Over 600. That is going to be, be over 600. crazy. Boom. Bye. Bye, guys. Next time. All right.